0: This episode of Free or Wild was produced with support from Ultra Trail Hurricana.
1: So my name is Emily Holgood. I'm from Zimbabwe. I am a runner, um, trail runner, and I am on the Gage 20 running team and a part of the Scott International team too. Uh, I love running I just love being out in the mountains and the amazing community Um, you get to meet and see Um, yeah and I love traveling so (laughs) running's been a great way to do that
0: you're listening to free your wild the official podcast of the ultra trail hurricane event from runner profiles to trail tales join us as we explore the world of trail runners their journeys, their daily lives, their challenges, their uncertainties. I'm Justin Pugliese, and today we'll be talking with Emily Hoggood. Enjoy the show. Welcome, Emily. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> I always like to find out first, like, how you got into running in the first place.
1: Um, So I've been running my whole life, uh, pretty much started with my mom when I was uh, five years old on the farm. Um, and she would always run out and come back and pick me up and I'd be playing in the puddles or (laughs) lagging behind or something, finding some adventure to get into. Uh, yeah.
0: And uh, that's kind of like, you've been running ever since kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I went to boarding school from the age of five. And so I, we all had to play sports and run cross country and everything. So that's where I kind of got into it and more the competitive side.
0: And that was common in uh, the school in Zimbabwe that you went to. Like,
1: yeah, so we have quite a few boarding schools, and then obviously some day schools. But yeah, all the school, all school children do sports in Zimbabwe. <laughs>
0: okay, nice. Yeah. And what was the upbringing like? Did you did you like living there? And and uh, like, were you did that develop into other sports, uh, or did you really take a liking to running, and and that's kind of where you went with it?
1: Um, I have always loved running. Um, definitely had like that. We were, like, I always looked forward to running practice, track practice, cross country practice, um, over any other practice, but I played all sports, tried them all hockey, basketball, uh, netball, swimming, <laughs> um, actually competed in college in, uh, swimming on the swim team and the cross country and track team. And then, but my heart's always been, running with the
0: running yeah. yeah and uh it's opened up some opportunities for you to to come over to the U.S. and 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 race here and compete here and go to school as well
1: um yeah I actually didn't come to the U.S. because of running I literally came for school um and then was lucky enough to be able to walk on to the teams
0: okay when we got here <laughs> and then were you uh are you a competitive person like were you uh like a top performer Or were you just like you just did for the fun to be on the team and it was just something you you enjoyed always?
1: Yeah, I think that was the second part was more likely Um, in the cross country scene. I was more competitive, Um, like, yeah, got some second place finishes and stuff. But probably every every other sport was more (laughs) uh, just because I loved playing sports and being out there Um, in college. I, you know, definitely improved under amazing coaches and everything and really loved what I was doing and loved competing um, and really got into being more competitive and loving the competitive side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then with trail running, it's been really cool. Uh feel like I've found my confidence a little more, um, probably in life, but definitely in running and just believing in myself that I can be at the front and don't have, you know, don't have to be mid-pack or backpack. Like I can be in the front pack. Mm -hmm. Like I have the training and the ability and stuff. So it's been really fun. It's been a great adventure for the past two years.
0: And and your most recent, uh, we talk about leading the pack, Mm -hmm. your most uh, recent success was at Harakana in in Trellovo, Quebec. Yeah. Can you tell us (laughs) about that experience and how did that, you know, everything leading up to it and how you were feeling and then kind of how you went about your day?
1: Yeah. Um, so I found out about Hurricane, uh through Ultra Trail World Tour. Um, and I didn't know when I would be starting school um, in Colorado. I just got into graduate school there. And uh, it was the closest race to America. And I was like, well, if I start school beginning of September, at least I can fly out for the weekend and race um so it was perfect it was like the perfect convenient race to do i really wanted to do another ultra trail world tour um race and it i mean it looked awesome like it's pretty wild (laughs) which is cool um yeah what else did you ask no just like
0: how did the how did how did the training oh how did it go yeah
1: Uh, training was good i mean so i um just got to the end. I have the final for uh skyrunning, the skyrunning um world trail tour. Mm-hmm. Can you explain uh, that a little bit? Yeah. Um so um uh, World Series, sorry. Uh Skyrunning World Series. Uh yeah, so it's more technical racing. Uh we run a lot of exposed ridges and uh rocks and terrain and it's international too so they have a lot of races all over the world um, definitely mostly in europe um it's it's a different type of running <laughs> it's cool it's pretty intense for four or five hours um like i ran at the matterhorn altrastic stream uh, a couple weeks ago, and it w- it took me five hours to run twenty five k yeah, a lot of elevation always gain and loss um all, yeah a lot of it 's technical it's it 's cool it 's awesome it 's always changing boulders and scree fields and yeah huge climbs mm-hmm. and it's it 's very much a like usually it starts on a big climb and you have all the stuff in the middle (laughs) and then you end on the long down and it's fun
0: (laughs) very cool yeah and that kind of led you to haracana and so how did the race go for you like you ended up winning which is very impressive congratulations thank you um how did that race go for you did it go according to plan did was there any struggles in that race uh for you
1: yeah so um came into the race Well, came to Harakana not knowing really who else was racing or who would be around. Um, I know this is Quebec, and, like, there's people who run here. Like, I know there's a big trail running community um, here. And I was excited about who I was going to meet out on the trails, um, which was really exciting. And I heard about Anne Champagne, Mm -hmm. and uh, she's from... Quebec um these are her home trails her home course and that made me really excited to know that I would at least have you know one you know person really competitive person to be out there on the trails with um and so I was super excited for the race I mean I was excited for a lot of reasons obviously to run I just love you know I love running and racing and um it was the furthest race I was gonna attempt um 125k. I've only run 100k before, wow. so it's new grounds, new learning process like knowing what to eat, you know, how to pace yourself, everything. Um, so I was really, really excited, and obviously to explore and be out there. Um, and uh, I saw it all strong, really strong. Um, I knew that the technical parts of the course were mostly at the beginning, and that's my strong point. So I was like, well, I may as well make use of it now. Um, and then uh, I knew Anne. She had said the night before that she was run, had been training a lot on roads. And so I was like, okay, well, if she's got the speed, then if I can put some ground on her in the technical, then hopefully I can keep up on the speedier sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool. We started off strong, really strong, six-minute miles. <laughs> wow. And uh, I didn't see her until about, I don't know, 9k 10k in and she passed me in the middle of a pack of guys we were on the single track um and she went by but i passed her a couple minutes later she on the climb um i was just really strong on the climb so even on the downhill if she did catch up uh, as soon as we hit a climb it was easy to go by. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super excited because it started out and we were right together. So Battled, it was cool. Battling it Yeah, out. I was like, this is awesome. This is what I want out of this race. This yeah. is going to be fun.
0: Is that what you love most about racing? Like the, yeah. the like that competitive edge that come, kicks yeah. in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you seem so like, <laughs> you know, wholesome and like unassuming you know but like
1: yeah <laughs> that, that
0: fire comes out right
1: yeah it comes out it's just like i don't know it gets you so excited because also you get to share it with you know like people like you're not just by yourself in the middle of you know the trail and you see cool things and you can like you know nudge someone and say like hey look at the view like even if you're that's what i love about training like even if you're in the middle of competition com- uh, competition. competition you can just like take a minute and look at like what's around you and like point things out and like have a friendly conversation, like make sure the other person's doing good. That's what I like love about mm-hmm. trail running. Um, and especially
0: at that distance, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we have a ton of time. <laughs> We're going to be out there a while. <laughs> we can say hi. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was still, we never really got to chat out there at all. Um, as soon as we hit, there was like a smoother section. So right off the first technical We hit a smooth section, and I was leading a pack, and she was, like, sitting two people behind me, Um, and she was right with me, the whole runnable section there, and we started the next climb, and I dropped her a little bit, but on on some of the down, um, she was keeping up with me, um, which I was excited about too. I was like, sweet. So she can run the technical. This is going to be fun. Here we go. Uh, yeah, here we go. And then she was, I like slowed down for a minute cause I was like, I'm going pretty fast. I should probably take it, <laughs> take easy. it easy. And so I like slowed down and then I heard her right behind me and I was like, well, this is a technical stuff. Like, it's fine. I can just push this. And then once I get on the road, just chill out a bit. Um, and so she, I mean that whole section from when I saw her to, the uh aid station at 34k um she was between a second and 30 seconds behind me the whole time mm. and that was like so it was awesome um and so i got off those trails got into the aid station and yeah felt really good and got running again um and then about two and it was good i was strong i managed to run with some guys and uh we were pushing you know through the um It's like a bush out there. Like, the trails are trails, but it's so wild. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, And I got, just before I got to the next station, the big aid station, the midpoint station, um, two guys caught up to me and said, like, hey, do you know the second woman pulled out? And it was, like, hitting a brick wall because I was just, like, (laughs) ugh. I, like why <laughs> I like really I was disappointed kind of because I was like oh I pushed so hard like we put we were pushing each other and I was just so excited about like you know how, how I would taken that confidence to go go out strong and like I wanted to see how we would hold up both mm-hmm. of us would hold up for 125k and I was just super excited about it and then I knew from that minute that it was just going to change the whole rest of the race just like how I'd have to Look at the race and approach it, and because um, I, um, I'd kind of heard that there might not be uh, more competition that close um, by me. So um, when I got into the next aid station, it was like confirmed she was Anne was there, and they said she had dropped out before, and they'd given her a ride there. And then th- the next girls were three hours behind me already. Um, so, so that was, yeah, and that's
0: interesting. Cause you know, most of the time people will be like, you know, I had a cramp or I had, uh, I was having trouble digesting. I was mm-hmm. mentally checked out. I was all this stuff. And like, here you are. And it's like, it's a matter of competition, you know, like that's, what's firing you to move forward. Mm-hmm. And the block that you had was because somebody that was competing with you was, now not in the race anymore yeah i think that's super interesting
1: yeah and i think that was interesting to me too because like for my 100k like i went into it the first time like we want to complete this distance and like compete but you know this is your race like go in and this time i think i went in with the mindset of like i really want to (laughs) compete like i do want to complete this distance but i know i can but i really want to compete and so yeah i think this is Definitely being after those intense sky running races, you know, is a short and you have to be in that mindset the whole time. I think I definitely bought that in a little bit and maybe I'm probably definitely uh, went in like a little too aggressive for the distance. But yeah, I mean, it was good. The result
0: was good in the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the rest of the race, I mean, was still good. Like I still enjoy it. And I learned so much about the whole distance and running further and
0: can you uh, share some of the things yeah
1: um i mean so this is the first time i've run from dark to dark (laughs) um yeah (laughs) um i didn't feel tired at all which was good um this was the like the coldest race i've run in the whole two years i've been doing this um so that was interesting too like knowing how to fuel like soup was really good just to stay warm or be warm. Because you were warm. But then once the you stopped at the aid stations, yeah, yeah, because of all the... The movement. The movement and everything. Yeah, once you stopped at the aid stations, it was like, oh, it's a little chilly. Um, a little
0: breeze comes through. A little
1: breeze comes through. Hmm. Like, looking back, definitely when I heard that Anne had uh, dropped out, I should have sat down and taken five minutes and, like, got my whole mindset to, okay, this is a different race. Like, this is how we're going to move forward. Um, but I didn't really take that time. And so when I was thinking about everything, I was still moving and I should have like just kind of take. Yeah, because you have that time in the in the longer distances to do that and just really yeah, like get your mind right, which is a good thing, especially if you are going to be out there for so long. Yeah, because I spent I would spend sometimes two three hours by myself out there yesterday mm-hmm. um without seeing anybody without seeing anyone and that's a big chunk of time right watching the kilometer <laughs> box go dry.
0: They have a sign but, oh
1: every k, <laughs> 88 day 88k 87k 86 what i've only moved 1k <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, and i know you had your coach out here too um yeah. great guy i got to meet him mm-hmm. uh what did he what advice does he give you for for these type type of situations or was he able to share anything with you while you were on the course?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, first of all, he didn't want me to get out of the race, Um, which I never was like completely out, but I didn't change into that mindset of like, okay, let me chase the guys. Like, let me really, really chase the guys. I think also I'd known that the guys had gone out a little more conservative. And so I knew I'd gone out hard. So they were going to be coming strong. And I was like more in that. I'm going to be fighting for the finish. Um, So that was definitely on me. But he was like, "Okay, let's just stay in it. Let's stay on fueling, stay on, you know, everything and just try and chase the guys get after it and be in the race and keep enjoying it. Um, I mean, it was awesome to have him out there. I wish I'd been able to see him more and more aid stations, obviously when you're out there so long to have a friendly face and like someone, you know, helps so much. Um, yeah. And
0: you touched on nutrition and recovery and stuff like that leading into it. So what are some things that you look for or try to do to take care of your, your body?
1: Like during the race?
0: During the race or just like wh- what are some like maybe habits yeah. that you have?
1: Um, so uh, every day uh, with my coach, we have a 10-minute a strength routine um, that he like taught us, like all my teammates, uh, from the first day. And that's definitely, you know, targets all your core muscles and everything. I feel like that's really important. Um, and then I have a whole hip routine um, in college, I got a really bad injury uh, running, and it was just because I had weak hips. And yesterday, I was really excited. I did not feel my hips hurt <laughs> once, even at 20, 125k when my whole body was crying. <laughs> <laughs> my hips was good. Yeah. yeah. So I work a lot on that. And then um, in college, like I got to like drills, routines, and like pre-run routines, and those little things. Oh, they just make such a difference. Like I know when I haven't done them, like I feel it, I don't get warmed up properly. I don't, you know, I don't feel loose. Um, so super nice. So that's definitely one way I look after my body is just make sure that I get those. It might not seem as important, but they're probably more important to me than a lot of I us. I think a
0: lot of people have that mindset too, where, yeah. you know, they're training for these crazy distances. Like, your body needs like it just helps uh, stabilize muscles and tendons and like all that was balance exercise Mm -hmm. like all that stuff like and your core like Mm you're mentioning like it's so much in the hips and the core and like and so i think a lot of people including myself like i don't do it as nearly as much as i should and yeah i think it's so valuable
1: especially on these technical trails like you're moving the whole time and if you have strong core muscles and strong stabilizing muscles you can jump from rock to rock and like you know save your ankles and say you know and it's it's amazing yeah the difference you just feel stronger too like just doing those little things every day and, and
0: you're walking today which is uh yeah. which is amazing in probably itself probably
1: a miracle <laughs> <laughs> and you've, you've
0: actually done triathlon too like i i've, oh, yeah. I've done long course triath- triathlon so i know all about the the penguin walk the day after uh, yep. <laughs> um, did you enjoy that part of like of your of your athletic career and Like, I know you did some, like, half Ironmans and Ironmans and stuff. Is there any, like, similarities, (laughs) or do you miss that at all?
1: Um, I don't miss it. Um, I mean, I don't regret doing it. I loved it while I was doing it. Um, Yeah, I loved the time. I loved, I mean, like, this sport, like, it takes a lot of time to train for. And, I mean, if you don't love what you do, like, you're not going to like the training. And I love the training. Um, And I loved, yeah, I loved swimming, and I loved I loved being on my bike training and like seeing cool places. Cause you can obviously go a lot further than when you're running, but it got a little wild just being on the roads the whole time and all of that. And it, it like biking isn't my strongest point. So it was kind of in the races, it was more of a grind. Um, but I liked it. I liked the community and, um, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Um, I don't, I, I don't want to go back. Just because I love what I do now, like mm-hmm. really love it. Um, yeah, but I learned a lot. I mean, I hadn't, you know, I learned nutrition on <laughs> on triathlons and hydration. I lo- learned a lot about endurance sports because um, you're out there a long time.
0: Yeah, exactly. yeah. especially Ironman, it could be. Yeah. Eleven for myself. Eleven, thirteen hours. It's like, yeah. yeah, like it's, but it's transferable to this stuff too, you yep. know. Like, because mm-hmm. if you have that mental game, you yep. can go out and and uh, and race one of these crazy one twenty fives, which I still don't even comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'll continue doing these these types of distances? um Is that do you do you enjoy that distance more than the short stuff?
1: Um, so if you had asked me that question last year, like I would have been like, yes definitely but I it's funny how like I've grown to love like the shorter distances I think just because they do like I think as I've got more competitive and enjoyed the competitive side I'm like okay well if the comp- competitions and the short stuff like I can do some short like yes at the end I'm like oh why did I do like I'm so it's so much stronger at the longer races but the com- you know the short stuff's fun I mean it's quick and it's intense yeah. <laughs> and then you have the whole day to <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like <today. laughs> you know yeah
1: yeah because yeah. yeah. like last night i mean we go- we started at 2 a.m so we'd slept an hour the night before got up drove an hour um raced from 2 a.m until 8 p.m last night and then it was like okay time for bed I'm like wait Wait, <laughs> I, I missed something there. I, yeah, something <laughs> 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 didn't quite work out. Yeah, um, yeah, but that race, yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, definitely, all my Ironman like background and stuff has has helped a lot. And I love being on the trails, like being off the roads. The impact is so much less on the trails. And everything. Um, so yes, I feel a lot better the day after I race, right. like yesterday's race compared to even an Ironman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is 42k, just 42k running on the road. But I was always broken the day after. <laughs> yeah,
0: running a marathon's pretty, pretty <laughs> intense. that's what I'm training for now, and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's tough being on the on the pavement all the time, and mm-hmm. you get used to it there. But, anyways, yeah, uh, you mentioned like a like a change in your confidence and. I'm wondering. I like. I always wonder about potential as an athlete, and even for myself. Like, I've been running for nine years, and like, willing to take the be patient with my training and to get results. Um, and I'm wondering, like, <clears throat> was that co- was that something your that comes from your coach? Is is it like who saw that potential in you, and when did that when did it change from just like being um, just active and like enjoying what you were doing to something? more competitive like what you're doing now
1: yeah I think um I think my college coaches were really good at starting the process towards that um definitely saying like you know you have an important space on this team like be competitive like we need you as a team and stuff and that was always a very big motivating factor for me like the team side of it um but I still didn't like believe in myself I think but once I uh met my coach Um, and he's a
0: legendary guy.
1: Yeah. He's a legend. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I don't know. He, I mean, he's, yep. He's a legend coach for sure. Like he has a way of just really like telling you how, like telling you everything straight, but also like, I don't know, guiding you to believe in yourself that you in ways you've never believed in yourself, like to truly see your potential, I think to see your weaknesses, to see your strengths, and face them both like head on, not be afraid of them and just work constantly at them um, and just go out and try and try and try fail sometimes, you know, like, you know, have a race where it's like the worst, you know, feeling all the time, like falling over all the time, like being petrified on every downhill. And then, you know, a year later or a few months later, you actually feel good on a downhill. Like I I remember um, last year, one of the, sky running races I'd uh, had um I'd had trouble on the downhills like it was scary for me to start and by the end of the oh it was the rut in Montana <laughs> oh yeah yeah they have a pretty cool downhill um off that race and uh, I remember getting to the end of being like oh my gosh I I love the technical the technical coach like I I had that girl like until we got to the road like da da, da. And he was like I never thought I'd hear those words come <laughs> out of your mouth you love the technical downhill <laughs> what is that yeah. yeah and I mean you do you just I don't know he has he, yeah um it's been really yeah it's been cool and definitely you know like um having my coach and having my family and even my team manager like every once in a while you you know you have a heart to heart with um, any of them and they like tell you what's up and for once like I haven't just taken it at um, face value like I've taken it like from the heart and really believed in that and like when I'm out there like running especially for like the longer times you have a little more time to think about it and it's like in those moments where you have to make a decision or a split moment decision like I remember the words that have been said and like you, you know you can race anyone like okay okay then you like believe it and you're like okay I can race anyone so you go out strong so like even like yesterday with Anne like going out strong and feeling good like not being afraid to go out strong and I wasn't afraid of like what was end up being 80 90k lift um where I knew I was gonna have to like keep racing that strong like I wasn't afraid of that Mm -hmm. Um, whereas before I definitely would have been like okay like I've got to save something I've got to
0: be more conservative be more
1: conservative like well she knows the trail so she should probably be in front like yesterday I was like nope (laughs) like I'm gonna overtake again just to make sure like she knows it, you know or maybe even for myself to know like once you make a move like go for it like it's okay like believe in yourself like Mm -hmm. you can do this So much of it's
0: that exact thing and like building that confidence. Like we talk about like working about working your mental and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. the confidence comes with time and, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing when you can realize it, you know? Yeah. Um, what's one of the most challenging things that you faced and, and how how did you get through it? In running? It could be in anything. (laughs) Yeah. It could just be in life or I can imagine like living in a new place is challenging too, you know, but (laughs) yeah, I'll let you decide.
1: Um, I mean, so I really don't like time zones. Um, They are the worst. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter where you are. Like, there's always someone who is far away. And definitely for me, like, that's been hard, like, with my family. Um, Just being in communication is hard. I mean, you know, it's been great, like, um, with cell phones and everything. You can keep on comms and you don't have to wait for letters for three weeks. But it's amazing how time um, means so much means so much more to me right, you know, like now and when you're traveling and, um, yeah, just, yeah, like conversations or questions or, um, the distance, like between people, like that really gets to me. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely one of my struggles. Like I, I have to take time too and like be patient, um, even in hearing back from people and stuff, just cause, Yeah. I mean, they're probably sleeping (laughs) 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 while I'm awake or yeah, yeah, back home or when I'm in Europe, like my coach, my coach in America or my teammates in America or even my, you know, my friends. Um, Yeah. Or when I'm somewhere else and my brother was in Australia. For four years too, and so he. When I was in America, he was eighteen. No, sixteen hours ahead of me. Then my family was eight hours ahead of me. Then mm-hmm. it was me. And even you—you <laughs> you never believe this, but when you, <laughs> when you're you're halfway through your day and someone's waking up and you're bombarding them with questions, like they're, they're like, ready. "I haven't even started <laughs> my day yet." Like, what? Well, I don't know how to answer you. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "What? What? No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's been. So that's probably one of my biggest challenges, I think.
0: But you do get back to visit them, uh, you're saying once a year?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been back once a year. You get to check,
0: cool. check up and yeah.
1: Yep, check in, yeah. Take some time.
0: <laughs> What's your uh, greatest accomplishment in your young career?
1: Um, Probably the Ultra Trail, World to- uh, World, Ultra Trail of Cape Town, sorry. Ultra Trail of World Tour, Ultra Trail Cape Town. Last year in December, uh, my first 100K. I won it. Wow! <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Why was that one so special?
1: It was so competitive. <laughs> um, it was a different race. I mean, I didn't. I had never run a hundred k before. Um, it was the last. You know, it's the last one on the Ultra Trail World Tour series, and there were some big names there. Um, it was the end of my. Oh, so. I had run my first ever trail race had been in at that race, except the 65k the year before. And so it kind of felt like my like going home, mm-hmm. you know, after a year of doing this awesome sport uh, to like just see where I was at. Um, but yeah, I was like, OK, well, I know this, cor- you know, some of most of this course, like this is so cool. But there's big names. So it's like I don't know what could happen. Um, And I just loved every step of that day. I don't know. I was super excited to be out on the trails. And it was beautiful. The trail running community in Cape Town is really cool. It's real. Yeah, super real. And, uh, yeah, it was so fun. We had such a competitive field. Like, it was awesome. Like, the top three girls were in the top ten, seventh, eighth, and ninth, I think. Mm. Um, We were all, like, two minutes apart. Um, And, yeah, it was anyone's race from like get go and it, it was awesome i mean it was just super cool and yeah even if i hadn't won like being out there within that community and that vibe was like this is you know trail runnings like True. this and it was cool too because you're not always um like easily accessible by people so there were moments that um yeah i was out there by myself too nice. but it but not like completely by myself they were like obviously races around but it was kind of like here like you had the wild sections still from uh that that i love so much about trail running like Mm do you disappear and someone has to watch a blue dot move across (laughs) the screen (laughs) Um, that's great
0: is there somebody you look up to in the sport
1: uh like as an athlete i mean there's lots i think i yeah i mean like all my teammates for sure and i i love like both ends of the sport too you know like I love the people I mean the people at the front are awesome and they've worked so hard and they deserve to be there and they give everything in their race and it's so cool to see people like that and see their confidence you know and their heart for the race and how much they love it but I also love everyone like everyone and anyone from all over the world who, you know who that competes just to meet cutoff times or comes in last or um and that definitely grew from um, Iron Man too. Like I'd always go back oh, yeah. to see all the finishes at the end and so there's epic. amputees running across the line and like all this stuff. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I don't really have one person, um, because there's so many, like, yeah. <laughs> there's so many and everyone races or runs for their own reason, uh, which makes it really special.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure you get quite a few, quite a bit of attention to people reaching out to you. Uh, like with your your successes and stuff like that like what advice would you give to somebody starting out in the sport or somebody looking up to you as a as a trail runner and somebody in in that community
1: Uh definitely like start it because you love it don't start it for any other reason Uh it's a unique sport and you have to love it Um if you don't like maybe find another sport <laughs> or you know like try something different I don't know like yeah i think just and be involved like if you if you want to you know train and stuff like if you i don't know meet people when you travel or um yeah go out and compete once in a while uh love the training and then love the competition more cuz you work so hard to get there um yeah but just love everyday too like take your pair of shoes wherever you're going the city the forest like it doesn't matter it's like the best part of running because you need one pair of shoes and anywhere in the world you can do it.
0: Mm. Yeah. What's next for you? I mean, I'm sure like with your coach, he's he's very involved and I'm sure he's set some – you guys have set some goals for yourself for the upcoming years or the rest of the season. So mm-hmm. where's, your, where's your focus?
1: Um, so I have two races left of the season, um, the Sky Running World Series final uh, in Limone in Italy. Mm. Yeah, so that's in October, October 19th. Sweet. Yeah, it should be sweet. And then Alta Trail, Cape Town. I'm going back to defend my title. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'll so, be exciting. End so. of November. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited and I get to see my family, which will be super nice.
0: Yeah, how long do you get to stay there for?
1: I'm only there for a week, it's okay. middle of school, but oh, still. Right. <laughs> yeah. And what are you studying? Uh, high altitude exercise physiology.
0: Well, that's uh, convenient. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Yep, I'm excited to live at high altitude and then also study. I mean, everything I love about trail running. So
0: incredible. Mm -hmm. And what uh, what kind of impact has running made in your life? And obviously, know you love it. You love the competition. It's very obvious when Mm -hmm. just talking to you. But what impact would you say it's had on you? Mm.
1: It's funny. I like you know i know a lot of people struggle with like being a runner or being identified as a runner i've been really lucky in that my whole life i've been running so i didn't find myself running <laughs> um and so even though i say like hi i'm a runner like you know i'm i'm a runner but it's just one little part of emily um which i you know i'm emily and i run and I, you know, travel and all of that. And, um, I mean, running, yeah, it's, I mean, it's my most exciting part of my day for sure. And I love it so much. Um, but I don't find my identity in it. It doesn't define you. No, Mm -hmm. not at all. Yeah. Which has been really cool. And I mean, I think I've definitely dealt with the problem, you know, like that problem before, like, you know, if you're not competing well or you have a bad race or anything or a good race too. And you get all this attention and then it's gone for a week and the hype's gone. And it's like, wait, well, what am I without running or without competing? It's like, you're still the same person. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you still laugh at your own jokes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yes, I think, I mean, yeah, running just, I love it. Um,
0: yeah. When when people say your name, how what what would, like what's one way you would describe yourself?
1: Oh, dang, you have all the deep questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because I think you know it, it's not a way that defines you, but like, how would you say like how would you want to be like remembered, or what's a one word that would describe you?
1: Uh, I really hope I'm like like loving and kind to every person I meet, like no matter who you are, or, yeah. I, I feel like I hope everyone thinks of me as being an intentional person. Yeah. So like every conversation, I hope they don't feel like I'm just on the fly, like high and by. or, you know, anyone who supports you, your friends, your family or any, you know, anyone who comes in contact with you, like mm-hmm. just they feel valued in your time. Right. Yeah.
0: Good answer to a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find out more about you?
1: Um, well, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, so awesome. they may follow me. I am working on a website. Very good. Yeah, so, so should be good. That's uh, exciting. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time with me, off of an incredible performance uh, in the 125 uh, Hurricane race, and uh, just your attitude towards the sport and kind of everything going on. Like I, I have no doubts you'll you'll be successful in it, and we can't can wait to to see what you're what your next success is
1: thank you so much take
0: care <laughs> you've just heard the first episode of free Your wild the official podcast of the ultra trail haracana event this interview with emily Hoggood was produced with support from ultra trail haracana this podcast is a co-production of evan Mall haracana and la rundown you can find more information on the uthc on the website haricana.info. See you soon!